tax recap episode. Uh, technically our part two, since we only had done one of the days over the weekend, but we're here. we back home. We had a nice weekend out at PAX East, out in Boston. 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 Boys, how's it going? With me, as always, I'm one of your hosts, Darren. I'm just kind of tired still, so this intro is going to be weird. I got the boys, Justin. Yes, sir. We here, baby. We back home. And Deontay. Mad tired. Hope I don't get yeah, con sick. Right. So far, I'm feeling fine. I haven't, I haven't had any kind of the initial st- snuffles or sniffles or nothing like so that. I, I don't know. I'm feeling sluggish. I mean, that could just be the jet lag, baby. It could be, but I don't know. Uh, my body feels weird right now. Because you guys did also wake up before yes, me. Yes, we did. I was up at about 4.45. Shit, I didn't go to sleep till like 3. Damn, <laughs> really? I mean, but you didn't have to be at your plane until like 11, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope uh, I hope my job sticks with what they kind of want to do when you go out of town and stick with a big crowd is they let you stay home for a few days. You know, just to make sure, you know, you don't bring no sickness with you. So... I'm hoping my job ain't gonna do that. My the job wants scallions. My job said, "Turn your bitch ass back up here." <laughs> you got some fucking screws to turn. All right, reality is it takes <laughs> back in tomorrow. <laughs> Dorin, Justina, D'Anthony, <laughs> <laughs> the rusty rap scallions. Hey, God damn it! But. Just as a quick recap for PAX East and just overall, we're going to talk about games. We played some games. We saw some things. But overall, we it was for the people, man. I It's just so good to see everybody. And the shout out, shout out to all of you. Everybody we hung out with this past weekend. You guys are fucking dope. Just know that you're fucking Hell dope yeah. and that we appreciate S- such you. Such an amazing time and such an amazing energy, man. Like... Everybody that we met was on the same wavelength, and it was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're all here for the same thing. We all like video games. We're all in this industry to an extent. But half of the time, we weren't talking about no fucking games. <laughs> I mean... We were. Because yeah, I, mean, I know your highlight, you're like, Xena. <laughs> well, not even that. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the times... You know, even if we weren't specifically talking about games, it always kind of reverted back to some, you know, in some form of Some shit that we have interest in that tie us all together. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Gendo Ikari, (laughs) ultimate wife guy. I saw that. I still don't get it. But like, like I saw it. I was like, oh, God. So you saw mine when the initial conversation was taking place. Michael, Jesse, Eric, Ken, <laughs> all these motherfuckers all tweet out the same thing. So anybody following all them on their TL, all they see is Kendo Kari, ultimate <laughs> wife guy, ultimate wife guy. <laughs> and um, and Andrew, uh, Jessica's husband, <laughs> he took a screenshot of it. And he was just like, Pax was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no context to what's going on. It's just... What is happening right now? Seriously, like, I saw that. I was like, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> Final Fantasy ten two, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. <laughs> Octo Pants Traveler. Excuse me. That was Sorry. it. O- Octo Pants Traveler? Why? 
It was a whole thing. It was a great time. Uh, but also, fuck you for potentially getting my hopes up from that entire conversation. Hey, you had a good talk. I did, about. but it was also yeah. a very like mentally taxing one. Because I, or sorry, not mentally, emotionally taxing one. You know, because I don't want to believe that. You know, it's true that we might get a Xenogears remaster, but also my heart wants to believe that <laughs> at some point we'll get a Xenogears remaster. <laughs> right. I don't. Hey, man. I don't know how I feel. We will see. We will see. But any whoosies, we had games that we played, gentlemen. We just going to talk about them. And so, first up on the docket, if you examine the stream if you have them up um hell of an office justin yes sir yes, sir so what did you think so let's uh, ba- base synopsis what what is what is hell of an uh office? so essentially hell, hell of an office is where you're an employee of hell um and your job is to try to uh get to the end point as fast as possible now <clears throat> i don't necessarily know why you're trying to get to the end point. That part wasn't necessarily explained to me, but that is the synopsis of the game, is that as quickly as you can before the lava uh, actually hits you, you're trying to traverse um, these levels as fast as you can. So it's like from from watching you play it a little bit and um, the little bit that I played, and by the way, it is currently out now on Steam, yep. by the way. Um, get on Steam. Um, but I, I can't do it when it comes to keyboard and mouse. I'm garbage. I'm garbage. I'm garbage. I'm garbage. And I don't even want to attempt it. Um, but it looks very much like, um, Ghost Runner and, yeah. uh, Neon White. Yep. That's come out recently, Absolutely. So. It is, uh, it is actually kind of exactly like that. You know, uh, you have, as you can see on the screen, you have kind of like a stapler, uh, and your stapler is essentially like, uh, your gun. And it kind of gives you like a lift up or a boost off into the air. Uh, you also have like a rocket jump, which um, is like your space. It was your, your space bar, which uh, mm-hmm. kind of propels you forward. Um, and so you can combine those two move sets to essentially traverse uh, like a, a multitude of levels uh, to get to the exit. Mm-hmm. How many uh, levels did you get to try? Um, so I tried three different hells um okay. so the one so each each essentially each different hell had like a different um like a, a different nuance to it so mm-hmm. uh one of the very beginning hell obviously you know you start off very simply with um just kind of traversing using the rocket jump and then they teach you how to use the stapler and stuff like that so it's kind of like mm-hmm. an easier level and then um, the second hell he showed me um, was one that had like different kind of obstacles where now you kind of had to um, you kind of had to jump off of walls that were suspended in air and then kind of also use like have a, 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 a more um, visual acuity of what's around you because you would have to like bounce off a wall and like do a three do a 180 mm-hmm. and then like bounce off the other wall and then do another 180 so like it's essentially gets harder and harder as you go up these different levels it makes you keep your wits about you and paying attention to your environment yeah. and everything as you're moving yeah. quickly yeah because it's it's very fast paced from even the little bit i was playing i was like shit. yeah okay. i mean essentially each of the runs 
you know, that I was doing that were relatively quickly um, were about 17 seconds, 22 seconds, mm. 23 seconds, something like that. Got yeah. It. it wasn't – they, they were really short levels and some that you were supposed to get through really, really quickly. And so – on the website here over 100 levels divided into 10 different layers of hell with unique movement skills in in uh, in each one the staplers complete challenges and collect secrets to unlock new staplers beat and compete com obtain every diamond rank and compete on online leaderboards to become <laughs> the employee of the month <laughs> why does the mascot have stapler head <laughs> i mean because the stapler is one of the uh the main uh i would say the main visual aspects of the game is because you know that's pretty much all you see you don't actually see the body of the mm -hmm. player you just see the stapler 666 dollars inch march 14th no benefits no early access steam key sold out <laughs> <laughs> but uh overall the game was very good um it's very speedrunnery, you know so you're trying to obviously complete the level as quickly as possible um but yeah I, I had a good time with it, and I got a free uh free beanie out of it. Yes, yes, nice the nice little horn. Yeah, beanie. nice little horn. So beanie. from forty three studios, yeah, dope, dope. You like fast paced first person platformers? He's right. Here. Yeah, it was a good time. Definitely go check it out. Good. Shout out to them. All right, um, Deontay, what's something you started off with on Saturday? On Saturday, <coughs> Blech, I'm sorry. That was gross. Uh, so, <laughs> I think. Uh, did I do treachery and beat down city on Saturday? I did. Yeah. I think I you waited for that one until Sunday, right? No, no, no. Cause oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had that on Friday, and then he wasn't in yet. So I did treachery and beat down city. So I actually didn't get to play the game. We okay. talked for thirty minutes. Tell me more. Um, we kind of talked about the game. You know, the inspirations behind the game. Um, it is a side-scrolling beat-em-up RPG, turn-based RPG. So think Final Fantasy VII Remake, but kind of reverse, almost. Um, not reverse. So you know how the battles are action battles in Final Fantasy? And they have a bit of an element of, you know, you can stop and choose things. No, when you walk into an enemy, there is, it, you select the move you're going to do, like a drop down, um, uh, fucking turn-based RPG. But there is still a bit of a random element to it. Because I did see somebody just slide by on a bike and smack the main character. But... <laughs> there are different moves you can do um, and different combo sets that are based on not just uh, creative stuff from this game, uh, love letters to other games. You know, of course, there's a, a Tatsumaki in there, um, wrestling, stuff like that. But I like the pixel up late with Raheem. <laughs> <laughs> this game has so much love to it, so much flavor in it. We, if you've seen the trailer, you've seen uh, they have the rapper Open Mike uh, Eagle doing the uh, song for the trailer. Mm. What I learned is 
in this new update, Open Mike Eagle is a boss that you fight. So just small shit like that just being thrown into this game that's a bunch of love. Uh, I'm not doing a good job explaining the game. Like I said, I didn't get hands-on. Um, but imagine Double Dragon turn-based. What the? Oh, not. <laughs> hey, yo, no way. That's dope. That is cool. Yo. That cat with the raging demon. Right? Oh, 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 okay. One inch punch. All of that. Bro, like, there, there's a bit of, there's references all over the place. Um, There's a, I think it's a sandwich shop called Farouk's Damn Sandwiches or something like that. It was Farouk from a. Uh, WWE who always used to go oh, damn <laughs> yeah that's yeah no this as far as the animations go the pixel art there's a, there's a lot of personality to, <laughs> to the game that's for sure yeah so his his inspiration for making this game was loving these types of games and playing a bunch that sucked hmm you learn from what you live. Yeah. Fine. So he play. He's like, I'll do there's it a myself. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was the inspiration. It was like, and I think I love that because I didn't hear that enough out here. Even though I know that was probably the inspiration for a lot of these games. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear enough people say, you know, I was playing these games, and I love this genre, but I didn't like what I was playing. Right. Yeah. So I did it myself. I've heard that two places here. That I heard that from him, and I heard that with uh, Feudal Lands. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Nice. I had a good yeah. time, bro. And uh, Trick Tree and Beatdown City drop in April 27th. Yes, yes. Once again, uh, Switch, Xbox One, the Series Line systems, and Steam. Shout out to Sean Alexander Allen. This is the homie, you know, and just black people in gaming, bro. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. We love it. Love to see it. That. All right. And then let's see. While we're here, all right. Because I'm curious, sir. Dead Island Two. How was it, sir? It was Dead Island, but it was fun. <laughs> but it, it, okay. it like the, you oh definitely <clears throat> you could do more stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But this it's what you kind of want from a sequel, right? Okay. Uh, the demo was very focused on you know this one specific mission. It kind of gave you a l- little bit of an idea what to do, but there are different mechanics in the world. You just go out, get hurt, and find out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh yeah, that electric wire sitting in the puddle. Maybe I should not run through that. Um, different stuff like that. The zombies are stressful, but that's how you want them. Alexa game control. What? 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 Use your voice to swap weapons, set waypoints, and go zombies and much more. See, I didn't actually have a dev there with me when I was doing uh, Dead Island. None. Mm. That was the one I just, they just said, hey, just play the game. Because they legit said the dev isn't here. Uh, So. I see. Yo, it yeah, was, games like this, I definitely want to talk to somebody. But yeah, it, it was fun, the designs though. look crazy all the same. I liked um, how the weapons felt. 
That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Out of playing a lot of these games, uh, certain shit just felt dull. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the impact, how it feels. We, we've talked about this in previous episodes, but how something Yeah, we want feels. to feel the chunk mm-hmm. and crunch when I need that to playing feel responsive. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I, need, I, need, I need that confirmation when I'm doing something. It, it get, it's rewarding. It's that small little reward that makes me want to hit something again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. that. I won't do I like it again. that yeah, feeling. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um it Dead Island was pretty good with that. Dead nice. Island 2 rather. Nice, nice. And then cuz this was all at the play on booth, right? Yeah. So was that you tried Undisputed as well? Yes, yes. Tell me more. <laughs> we are far removed. Several years, 11 or 12 years removed from our last boxing game. Has it been that long since Undisputed 3? Uh, you mean a Fight Night uh, championship? I guess. Yeah, because we had Some... Fight Night Round 3, then Round 4, which was bad. Oh, you're right. Why, I see even UFC Undisputed. You're well. thinking UFC Undisputed, yeah. yeah no, yeah. this is um, just boxing. The roster was... Um, <clears throat> They have people from today, you know, all over history and stuff. Um, they actually have a couple of women's divisions in here, which the last, I don't think the last fight night had, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. But, yo, this is fun. It's a little rough around the edges still, you know. Uh, yeah. It could look, I, I can't even say it could look prettier, because it looked pretty decent from what I was playing. Um. And this is another game where it feels very responsive. You know what I mean? It, it mm-hmm. feels good to land these punches, these combos and stuff. I like the control system because once you learn, once he gave me the basic breakdown of what everything did, mm-hmm. playing with it for two minutes, I understood what everything did. Mm-hmm. So it says revolutionary foot. Uh, uh, footwork mechanics, including a loose movement modifier to help you get around the ring with ease. Yes, so this more is... than sixty individual punches. Damn. <laughs> so this is the uh, the movement modifier he's talking about. You are able to drop your guard, and that allows you to move faster and maneuver around uh, the opponent faster. Oh, kind of like a Muhammad Ali. Yeah. And who is, yep, he's one who of the also in the game, yeah. characters. Oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, that's because that's how he used to fight, man. He dropped that guard, More started, than, right. you know, moving around the ring. You can't, you can't catch me. You can't catch they're, me. They're also sure to, like, put the fighter's unique traits in there. So I was playing as Deontay Wilder. Oh, yeah, there he is. And um, they have his specific uh, guarding style in there, his block style. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, his arms kind of like sideways. Mm-hmm. He's kind of blocking both his uh, his higher half and his lower half at the same time. And he had to work around that when he was fighting me. Hmm. It's interesting just the thought that's put into this. I do want to say there is not a lot of attention paid. You know how, like, the fight night was selling you on the extra flash. You know what I mean? The slow-mo knockout cams and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sound of somebody actually slapping a pork rib in the fucking background. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Sugar Ray. There, it, 
it doesn't have all that flash, but also it's not missed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, you know, once I landed a power punch and dazed him, that had its own effect. You know, it had the sound changed and everything. It it sounded yeah. like somebody had just clocked your shit. You know what right. I mean? Right. Uh, of course, they got the you know little heart beating sound because you, your shit's beating fast because somebody just clocked your shit. Um, the mechanic for I did not my I, myself I didn't get the chance to try out uh, the mechanic for getting back up once you've been knocked down, mm-hmm. but it's like a little mini game uh, with the sticks. Or was it? Can what? your opponent um, interfere with that? No. Okay. Okay. No, but um, yeah, I just wasn't getting knocked down like that. Like I said, I played as Wilder, so that motherfucker hits hard. Is there a demo out for this right now or no? Uh, let's see. How long will early access last? We will release the full version of Undisputed when it feels ready. That means achieving certain milestones and reaching a level of quality we feel is up to our standards and incorporate feedback from players. Mm-hmm. With that in mind, it can be tough to predict exactly how long early access will last. Uh, we plan to add additional content. Uh, let's see. Fortunately, currently is only on early access on PC through Steam. I'm um, also planning to launch across the Xbox series and PS5. Uh, release dates to be confirmed. So, okay. So there's a demo for there's early access out there on Steam. So if you're looking for some old boxing, man, one of my favorite things about this, uh, as he was explaining to me, was the the judges, right? So mm-hmm. they have different judges in this game, and all of the judges have their own biases. Not for- and you were able to uh, talk to this uh, developer, right? Yeah, this was a dev I talked to. Okay. So um, the biases aren't for the fighters. The biases are for styles and certain things. So one judge appreciates counterpunching more. One judge appreciates, uh, like, power punches more or punches landed punch punch percentage you know what i mean and they will score based on that the thing is you Hmm. don't know which judge you have until the fight is done or which three judges you have until the fight yeah didn't you say you end up winning by decision from one of the judges i yeah i ended up winning by decision just because um his punch percentage was better than mine but i punched i probably threw more punches your punch is more better. I landed more punches than he threw, I think. More accurate. Mm. No, not accurate. He was accurate. I was swinging wildly. But <laughs> I was just fucking... I, I threw so many punches, I hit him a lot. And apparently the judges like that. <laughs> but it even made him stand back and go, huh, maybe I should uh, take a look at these judges again for a second. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, as he actually, because they break down, you know, all of the stats for the fight and stuff and the way the judges voted each round for each, uh, you know, individual uh, stat you did. He looked at it and he was like, okay, you know what? It it actually makes sense. It it makes sense. And in that sense, it's kind of like boxing for real. So it's fun. The game is fun. I had fun doing it. I could see this filling that boxing void that we've been missing all these years because we've been focusing on UFC. We haven't had a good just stand-up boxing game. And I think maybe that's because of the overall popularity of boxing waning over time. 
But, hey, it's starting to come back. It's starting to be more exciting again. We got those figures we can look forward to. So, yeah, they got fucking Tyson Fury's ass in there and shit, you know. But also Legends, so Rocky Marciano's in there, too. So Rocky, Rocky. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun game. Dope, dope. All right, and then when you're at play on uh, Road 96, Mile Zero. Yeah. So this is actually an action rhythm game. It's a rhythm game. Tell me more. Yeah. I did not know that. What the fuck? Yeah. The two stages I played, the first, and this is odd because the first uh, Road 96 is not uh, a rhythm game in any sense. Hmm. It is more like, um, what's one of those games? It's like Fallout without the action. <laughs> if I, I, That's a shitty way to put it. But... Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's a game that's on the tip of my mind that's uh, it's escaping me. Basically, it's more to do with the people, the relationships with people, um, their experience. You're talking to people. There's a lot of choice in your mm-hmm. dialogue and stuff like that. And you're playing out um, a scenario of these characters and a road trip. And they're basically, you know, getting away from a totalitarian state. From wherever they huh, are. Oh, uh, what the hell? Yeah. Oh, this what, game in the persona. In the per- nah, I was just about to say that. All right. This game is uh, a prequel, and in this game, you are in the town. You're a couple of characters that started in this town. Is basically showing their reasons for even beginning their journey on this road uh-huh. trip. That's why it's called Mile Zero. And in certain points in this game, the levels I played you're it's you're in someone's head kind of you know Mm. what i mean you're in the character's head so these are things these are really dramatic versions of the shit they're experiencing and seeing and feeling and stuff the first one i played was um like a rollerblading type okay i think yeah that was um in this trailer too yeah it's a rollerblading type thing where i'm like jumping through the uh yards dodging stuff it's a little quick timey Mm -hmm. um but uh, everything in the world is actually responding to the rhythm that's happening around me while I'm doing this stuff. So the jumps are timed. Like oh, so is it like high five and stuff like that? A little bit, yeah. But but yeah, um, the song that was playing in that stage was uh, "No Breaks" by fucking uh, The Offspring. Mm. So I was sitting there like humming because I remembered it from uh, fucking Crazy Taxi Two back mm-hmm. in the day. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And um, the next one was original song. And this was like more of like you can see. I don't know if you've seen the if they have it in the trailer, the stage with the like red background and the the black um, road. And it basically looked like one of those old propaganda posters. Mm. And I think. I, yeah, I think I saw something that was that. very much so intentional on their part. I see. And uh, that that's when and I started asking questions about that. And that's when uh, the dev told me that, yes, this is taking place in a totalitarian state. And they're basically trying to escape. This is um, h- how they see the world in their minds. Okay. And I'm like, okay. 
you were on a skateboard in that one, you know, just dodging mm-hmm. shit and, you know, trying mm-hmm. to get through. It's very nice. interesting. It seems like a vibe. Uh, and it's cool that they're expanding on this world in a different genre of game. Mm-hmm. Just swap things up a bit. Yeah. I look forward to playing more of that. That seems like something I just kick on and vibe to, honestly. And it's coming soon. It is out as of next week of recording, April 4th. Hey, it makes me want to play the first one, actually. Mm hmm. Yeah, looking at it, and I'm like, even though I don't have the sound on for it, I'm like, okay. Just all these rhythm games that are popping up. I know, right? Life is strange without the stress. The first one is like, life is strange without the stress. That's a better way to say it. Life is strange without the stress. Maybe there's a little stress, but I heard it's a really good game. Nice, nice. All good. All right, let's see, let's see. Uh, (laughs) Jesse Joe out there. Um, Instead of dad. Also, just because we're a little bit uh, in more comfortable spaces, uh, just real quick from other day, um, we have mentioned um, ah, the Mage Seeker, Seeker, that League of Legends game. Yeah, it's real quick so you guys can uh, see a little bit about it. But overall, pixel art, the combat, the magic system. Yeah, it's once again major highlights of the show for me. Yes, I would sir. still say personally that's. This was my favorite game of show um, next to Slay the Princess because for even just a little bit I saw of that, I'm like, okay, this this game's going to be dope. Yeah, this game looks fantastic. But yeah, but Mage Seeker, just See, how that, that quickly look Hades, you That can looks move. like Hades is shit, dude. Yeah, the, the Hades aspects of things and the monster designs, the music of the game is great. Yeah. Thoroughly looking forward to this. Yeah, it's 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 going to be a good time. Yeah. So definitely look out for this one. You don't get the chance. Um, and then also real quick, just a little bit to show you guys for Ah, straight straight lights. lights. Yes, sir. Yes. Um, let me see if bring this up for you guys. You know, we had we had to put in a little bit of work on this game, you know. Exactly. Um, but let's see. Oh yeah, these are definitely a build. Um, I'll definitely show a little bit more of this later on this week. Um, did thankfully get a demo code for um, uh, for the demo that we tried at PAX. So go through that. It's pretty short though. It was probably about, what, 20, 20 minutes, would you say, yeah, Justin? about 20 minutes. Short little demo, um, but shows off the game in a good way, showing off different abilities, the environments, music. So, n- another one to look out for. Um, and then in other news, uh, Justin, Shueisha Games. Yes, sir. So. All right, let's let's hit this up, baby. All right, sir. Shueisha Games. Go All right, ahead. which, which, run, run which one are we running down first? There was... Let's go over what Shueisha Games is in, in general. Oh, okay. Uh, so Su- Shueisha Games is actually uh, a branch of uh, Sh- the Shueisha company in general who uh, they have IPs in manga. Uh, specifically, a few that are noticeable are uh, Kaiju Number no. 8, um, Spy Family, uh, and 
what was the other one that they said? Hell's, Hell's Paradise, Paradise was another one because Gabby Morrow. Yeah. Hell's Paradise. Um, and I, I, the funny thing is, before um, PAX East, I didn't even know that Shuisha had games. Like, yeah, I, I thought they were purely, um, you know, pro- essentially like manga producers. Uh, I believe um, Own was his name. He spoke with. Um, I had asked him, I'm like, okay, I I know about Shueisha. I'm like, I am me and my boys are we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we know of the name, but when did start going into games? And apparently they've only been doing this for about a year. And they have I think they have about three or four games coming out within the span of the next month or two. And then after that they're kinda at a lull, trying to still look for stuff, mm. but like nobody knows about them as of yet. So for the games that we did get a chance to try, it's like, okay, no, people need to start yeah, no, <laughs> about and, these yeah, games. I mean, they technically said these are indie games. Yeah, so. and then they're working with um, with uh, different mangakas yep. on their art style and everything like that, yep. too. Uh, so, yeah, so... And, and I, I will tell you, every game that I touched at this booth um, was phenomenal kind of in its own way. Uh, it, it would Every single one kind of gave you something different, even if some of the premises were the same. Um, every game kind of gave you something different, which made it, uh, that more, or that much more, um, intriguing. Um, like I said, what, what game would you want to talk about first, bro? Uh, Hey man, just go for it. So, okay. Um, so personally for me, the first game that I would love to talk about is, um, what is it? Uh, Arcana of Paradise, the tower. Um, so essentially Arcana of Paradise, the tower is a, is a card game, a card based game, um, in which you have a a bunch of kids on this tower that has essentially been, um, kind of, kind of left alone and, and, and barren and desolate. Um, the way I was describing it, as far as the tower itself goes, it's very made in the best way. Yeah. Very made in abyss, uh, and essentially these kids that are are that are in this tower at the top of the tower are looked over by what I believe was a giant whale. Um, a whale. yeah, a giant whale that is essentially trying to teach these kids uh, how to make their way down the tower, make their way down the tower and out of it. Um, I think there's about twenty children. Yes, that you have to get out of the tower, and each time you potentially get some of these kids out of the tower, you lose them forever. You can't use them again. So, uh, like I said, the, the the game is very is card based. So you have a, a, a essentially like um, each character Thank I think you. has like four. Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And each character has I believe about uh, four or five cards uh, that they have individually. That you can choose from, um, and the 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 battle system actually winds up being pretty cool. Um, if if an if you know an opponent is going to attack you and you have a shield card, you can do essentially what's called a parry, and the parry is when you activate the shield card a little bit before the enemy's uh, time gauge reaches its end. Uh, it'll actually turn red, and if you hit the um, if you hit the 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 shield card. Right when it turns red, you'll essentially do a parry, which stuns the enemy and gives you like, you know, a- advantage. Um, 
but yeah, it, it's it's a really dope game and one that I'm really looking forward to playing. Uh, I, and I know we didn't even touch the surface on the uh, about like what the cars. Yeah, like it that. was a it was a short demo. Yeah. Um, I had tried that out and everything too, um, and was thoroughly impressed. Like once you start understanding and you just start swapping through uh, the cards quickly and just kind of you're able to understand and just keep what's going. Because <clears throat> as far as like it is turn based. But at the same time, you can just keep using your cards until you're done, or or you can reload your cards yeah. if, um, uh, say you attack and you only have shields and you don't want to use a shield and you want to keep going, you can reload your deck. But also, um, the cards can be flipped by the by your enemies, or sometimes you'll draw them upside down, and you have to use certain cards to flip them to be able to use mm-hmm. their effects. So, so if they're just upside down, you don't have anything to flip them. You might as well just reload because it's kind of yeah. won't do anything. For so you. most of the cards, uh, so for instance, the the attack card or the sword card is usually right side up, so the blade is up. Whereas if you uh, get hit with an attack that essentially would turn them upside down, the blade would be down, and so they no longer become usable. Um, unless you have what's called the, I think it's called the Hangman card. Yeah, the Hangman. Yeah, and that essentially flips everything that was, you know, upside down, right side up. Um, so they become usable again. But yeah, the game is very intricate and 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 definitely something to look forward to in the future. Yes, and then uh, the character designer is by um, the mangaka of uh, uh, Ruri Dragon. So. Oh, no way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, shit. That's dope. I know, um, I don't think it's on their website right now, but one of the um, <clears throat> uh, one of the mangaka, the mangaka for uh, Promised Neverland is doing the art for that game. And I think that one's coming out 2024. Is it this one? Unveil the World? No, this one's something else. Um, but yes, and so you also tried out uh, Oni, correct? Yes, I also tried out Oni. I see. Uh, yeah, no. Cam said this was at Day of the Devs as well. Yeah, uh, Oni. Uh, I didn't really get too far into the story of Oni. Um, it mm-hmm. was more of they kind of just allowed you, a, just kind of free play essentially free reign yeah. of the open world like uh you know they taught you how to fight monsters or how, how to essentially fight the monsters and and um you know reap the souls essentially um mm-hmm. but yeah i didn't get too much further or deeper into the story other than that um it looks very breath of the wild-esque yeah i would say yeah in terms of its design Mm-hmm. Um, it's it is it is a, actually no actually no I would I would actually agree it is very Breath of the Wild esque yeah now that I'm thinking about it when uh, going back to playing it it was very Breath of the Wild I'm just like looking at it I'm just like <laughs> yeah. they even have kind of they even kind of give you like a Navi or whatever like <laughs> like a little ah do yeah. they now <laughs> yeah in the form of uh, I think his name was. Uh, Kuta and Kazemaru. Kazemaru, yeah, Kazemaru, yeah, okay. meaning wind, yeah. So it kind of gives it the same gotcha. feel, yeah. But the animation's yeah. cool, and I kind of, I kind of, yeah. No, looking at it, is. I'm just like, it's very, it's very stylized. Yeah. That's for sure. I kind of want to see where this. I like the goes. art. Sure. And then what else you play here? Uh, I played uh Solvars. Okay. 
let's see, let's see. What did go on, go? On. Uh, so Solvars was a little bit interesting. You're essentially like an agent that works for um, this underground uh, agency, um, and you have the ability to transform into. Actually, I don't. I don't really know what they call him. It was a 15 minute demo, so you essentially were able to play it, but they didn't really give you too much backstory about what exactly was going on. Um, mm-hmm. But you're able. You were able to transform into like this this kind of mutant monster that it was able to kind of give you upgraded powers, um, and then you you fight. Uh, I, I guess you can call them like demons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it, it the animation is actually really cool. I think it's like, I think it it, it feels a bit eight bitty. Um, yeah, like eight, like sixteen yeah, bitish. Um, but the animation is really dope. The uh, the attacks are really dope. Uh, it's really stylish. Um, and the there's a combo system as well, and it's and it's actually very it's card based as well. Uh, so. Oh, is yeah. it? So, it, it's not card based in terms of um, there being actual cards, but so yeah, soul deck building RPG. Yeah. So, okay. so like it, they give you, it, they are cards, but they kind of aren't cards. Um, they're like icons that you can use to to make bigger combos so like they have fire cards they have a, a hand a, like a fist card a foot card um a sword card or like a slash card and mm-hmm. you can combo those to do um kind of extra moves so like if you have two sword cards you can do what's called a, uh, his special move called cross edge which uh, you essentially like go into the monster and you slash up and slash down um mm. it's it's and if you put two of the fire cards together you have what i think they call it like a a heat explosion um in which you do like four f- four or five hits of elemental fire damage it's it's, pre- it's actually pretty dope um but yeah there wasn't really too much story wise i was really trying to get through to see uh what the battle mechanics were like and uh and what the art style was like and what what the yeah. characters were like and so it was it was really cool it's actually really cool to look at um and i i'm i'm waiting on it to come out actually i think it might be close to being oh, out right. Pretty late. Uh, uh, let's see. 16 page this one nah just 2023 20, okay. till to be determined but yeah very very dope very stylish um i'm really excited about it be it um let me see i was gonna say. and then so the character um illustrator on this one um was the artist from act age not the problematic writer so, <laughs> he, so he's where he get getting work done when work done so all right and then for me this was on sunday for me um but I tried out uh felicity's door and this game it is a rhythm story game uh so it's pretty much about these two siblings that go into like they go into their dream world in a sense and basically escaping a very harsh reality um 
but uh, there's two different modes. There's a story mode that you can go through um, to just kind of watch watch these siblings go through their dreams, all that. And then a specific music mode where it's just here's a bunch of original songs from different artists. Um, it's coming out on Switch first. Uh, I got to talk to one of the devs uh, for this. And this game's story is kind of weird because they started working on it about seven years ago or a little bit sooner than that uh but initially it was going to come out on steam then uh they had found a publisher for it something happened didn't go through and then they had to pretty much completely redo the game and just remake it um but it's so it's coming out on on switch first before it comes to steam and for once, you know me, I'm the one who like to play on a on a console. But as far as the way that the game is played with the keyboard, the way um, the the notes fall, it feels like they're piano notes. Yeah. So, um, Justin, I know you got to try it yes, out sir. too. Um, and what did what did you think as far as a rhythm game goes? Um, I thought it was. It was kind of interesting at first uh, playing it on um, this. I think because we were playing on the Switch, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, and the way the notes worked, there was like essentially you can. You only had to hit one button per side, in order for in yeah. order for it to uh, in order for it to hit. That felt a little weird for me. Um, and specifically when you had to do the 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 left toggle like you have to like move it left or right that was mm-hmm. a little weird for me too uh but when you pointed out the uh, the keyboard it made it so much more sense right yeah it's just looking at how um how the notes fall it just feels like that's was the way for yeah it to be absolutely because the even the way your your hands are going to be spread out it does look like you're playing the keyboard and then when you have the hold you have the space bar on the back so you're kind of going mm-hmm. like this and playing it like yeah mm-hmm. so exactly you're essentially you are playing it like a keyboard yeah but overall, the music was amazing cute though. game the music's good different level uh different difficulties of course and um, they said they they said um the the game, all the all the music in the game, is specifically made for that game, uh, yep. by by the artist. And uh, they said some of the uh, some of the artists that actually made the music for the game are actually pretty renowned um, mm-hmm. in the Japanese space. And I believe they said the game's gonna have about forty three songs, but they're gonna be. Um gonna be doing dlc packs for more uh yeah. for more songs working with those artists and everything for new original creations so i know they had they had named give me they more. had name dropped one artist but I, I don't remember uh discover more original songs by artists like uh shinji hosoe uh dede mouse Dylan oh that's what it was dede mouse that's that's okay. the one they told me about dede mouse made uh made music for the game specifically for this game uh, who who is that? I do not know that. Uh, I guess I he's a big, him. he's like a, a DJ. Okay. Hey, we like we like the original stuff regardless. Cool. And then um, also uh, had a chance to go back over to talk with uh, Mike and Hunter from Berserk, uh, Berserk Studios. 
shouts out. It was good seeing you guys again. Thank you for signing my Fredericks copy, you <laughs> gentlemen, you scholars, you. Um, but went over there to try out the new uh, co-op update that's coming to Infernix. So, um, as you guys know, I was streaming that a decent amount a while back. Um, put it down, but need to hop back around to it. I like the game, but, you know, I got lost a little bit. Need to figure out those objectives. I mean, oof. But, um, so this uh, co-op update, there's not too much, um, not too much new with it. Um, I was asking if there were any new bosses or anything like that. And they were like, no, it is more just kind of adding that couch co-op aspect to the game and with that kind of tweaking how enemy placements and everything are to kind of accommodate that and so you um play with the secondary uh squire character serval and so um with him he pretty much chucks axes like in castlevania um but has different he's a support character so he can raise a banner to make you move faster oh that's dope um yeah um he can place down shields and as you upgrade the shield you can have like you use it up front and then with as you upgrade it you can end up getting two so side to side look at this multiplayer up, down. okay yeah <laughs> good shit now oh wow I <laughs> trailer that's funny but um yeah, he has a crossbow. Uh, just using different magics and everything. He's pretty much a support character. Yeah. And alongside this, even though this is um, this is a couch co-op update, you can also trigger. Um, you can swap between it. So even if you're just playing by yourself, you can still play that mode, and you can swap between which one you're using, and um, have one in the background, but still following you. Oh, that's cool. Extra. Dope. Yeah. So it's a way for you to still experience the co-op aspect right. of it even if you don't have somebody like, over to... like essentially you're getting extra help it's going to be like you... PC exactly. ramp, but you can switch between the two are you mm-hmm. friendless motherfuckers can join in on the fun too it's the mm-hmm. alternate universe of ken and ryu i like that, that was um more uh double dragon contra right but yeah no it's it's, it's dope so overall, like even the layout of the game, like it it is just, it's Infernix, but as we went into more enemies and everything, um, like as we went into the rooms, like hell of the flying eyeballs around, a lot more zombies. Like they they accommodate and change up the difficulty to match that added right. aspect of things. And so with them giving you extra defensive aspects as well as um. Uh, Servo's also able to heal too. He like he can use bandages that takes a little bit of a, of a reload time um, to patch himself up, patch you up, and everything like that too. So it it's a nice little update. Definitely enjoyed the game. So just another fun way to play. Yes, sir. Um, Deontay, what is Voodoo's? Voodoo's. I mean, I think I talked about that a little bit actually already on uh, Friday show. You did actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. just a brief rundown as I show off stuff, though. So yeah, Voodoo's that was the um, the uh, survival defense game, the basically horde mode, mm-hmm. horde mode the game, but with the uh, cute little figures, little sock or sack boy looking motherfuckers, or those happy wars looking motherfuckers. Oh, I see what you mean now. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I see. Okay, yep, those are voodoo dolls as hell. Yeah, voodoo dolls works. 
it it is fun. I kind of want to actually try that game with some friends because I was just playing by myself, and mm-hmm. I want to see how the characters work together because they they don't have different classes, but they just have different like moves and uh, mm-hmm. different weapons that have help them do different things. So I was using um, the uh, I forgot what he's called, but uh, basically the one who looks the most voodoo. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know which one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was using that motherfucker. And I, I was actually having kind of a uh, blast. It took a second to figure out what everything does because it doesn't give you a direct description, but there aren't too many um, different types of traps and items in there. Uh, and I think part part of the fun was, like, throwing something out there, not knowing what it did, watching what it did. Uh, I didn't understand what everything did. I think that was a little bit of a problem, but, you know, baby steps, even though the shit's coming out soon. But there's nothing, it wasn't anything that there wasn't room to make better, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Three camera angles, team up to four, solo or online co-op. All right. Um. Okay, then. Rightfully bury arms. Uh, what is this cute shit? <laughs> what is this cute shit? <laughs> um, it's adorable. You like uh, games like, I don't know, fucking Hotline Miami? <laughs> I do. You like shit like, like that? Games like you like games that are cute and have explosions? Who doesn't? This is This is that. Rightfully Bury Arms uh, is basically, uh, it's a roguelike top-down action game. And you play as Barry. And the cool thing about this game is you're encouraged to die a little bit. Um, When you die, though, you have modifiers. So you die, everything you get, you keep. So okay. dying isn't an issue. You you get stronger. You die. You go back in with the same shit you had, kind of like how Hades is. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you die, you choose a difficulty modifier. They give you a choice of three difficulty modifiers. And part of it is trying to decide, okay, like, what can I best deal with? Or there's a gamble. Like, this... Uh, increases the strength of insect type enemies you don't know if you're going to deal with insect type enemies the next time you go in Mm. so different things like this uh it makes it gives it its own identity uh it gives it its own identity and makes it you know very it makes it stand out from other games like a game that i was thinking of when i was playing that was uh, nobody saves the world because you know i love that game Mm-hmm. Uh, while it felt like that, it didn't feel like I was just playing another version of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, I could see. I know. I think I was getting people's um, comparing it to something like um, Binding of Isaac. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's along the uh, same lines of that, especially kind of theming as well, because this, even though it doesn't have a story, the the theme and setting of this game is this is a child playing with his toy bear and all of this is in this child's imagination (laughs) 
That's dope. So some of these, uh, some of the weapons, of course, a lot of the weapons are real weapons because, you know, parents and stuff, you know, he, mm-hmm. action movies. Is that a glue gun? That's so, a yes, glue there'll gun. Be, there's a hot gun. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, like, that uh, is a, glue gun. a water gun, different stuff like that. You know what I mean? And the enemies are relative to what a child would think is enemies. So there's a lot now of Now it's insects, making sense. Because it's like the yellow jacket is just like a raincoat. Mm-hmm. Yes, the, the yellow jacket. Mu- that's cute. Okay, I like that. This game is just super cute, but also very violent, and I love it. Uh, but out of all the games I've played so far, you know how I've been mentioning uh, how good it feels to shoot or hit something in a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've mentioned this about a- another game in here, but um, oh, in passing when talking, but I likened the firing of the weapons in here to the explosions in Geometry Wars. Mm-hmm. because uh we like certain weapons you fire and you see like it, it warp a little bit of the area yeah. around it as it travels also it looks different from everything that's on the stage it's very you're paying attention to every shot and then even just holding the controller um without vibration because i was using one of those uh cheaper controllers right yeah. Um, everything that was happening on the screen made me feel like, yes, I'm firing this powerful ass weapon and it is chaotic as shit. And I loved every second of it. Like every weapon I got to try in that game was satisfying. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And so, okay, this, this one I personally did not play, but I feel the need to talk about. And that's extremely powerful capybaras. <laughs> so, pretty much from what I've seen of it, it's basically vampire survivors, but f- up to four-player co-op. So, four-player co-op capybaras. Enemy uh, uh, waves of enemies come at you. Pick up items level up gain new abilities capybaras <laughs> like i don't i don't know what else to say like it's, it's vampire Yo, survival wait, 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 wait. was that a ninja shuriken that they were just throwing out a lot of different a lot of different um weapons hey, different abilities so we playing this right i'm, I'm as down. soon as i saw it i went up to got i went up to the dev i was just like so capybaras, he's like, yes, <laughs> yes. they're capybaras. <laughs> they're great, right? I was just like, yes. Tell me more. And he was like, I was like, this looks like Vampire Survivor. He's like, good description. So is it is it, is it only on Steam? Uh, as of right now, only on Steam. Um, I asked if it was coming to anything else. He was just like, I cannot confirm nor deny, but I hope so. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, uh, local co-op or through remote play. Um, so, oh, so we could still, still play that then. Dope. Uh, yeah, capybara warriors with their own starting weapons. Chill in hot tub like a true capybara before each run starts. Yay. Make sacrifices to resurrect a fallen friend. Oh, and there's a res mechanic. Okay, we like it. There's a sacrifice mechanic. I like that even more. Mm-hmm. 
A sacrifice. Yeah. Become the bullet hell as a capybara in this roguelike adventure. Brave the chaos solo or with up to four friends. Forge your path through the hordes of enemies. <clears throat> Gather capy-powering weapons. Capy-powering uh, uh, weapons! Capy-powering weapons and skills and embrace your inner capybara in action-packed bullet hell. Bullet heaven frenzy, excuse me. That's cute. Yes, we like it. Alrighty, and so Justin, you spoke with the kind gentleman, uh, Jerry Holkins, oh, correct? Man. So, yes, tell us about your interview with Mister Jerry. So I, I, what this man do? I will take account. This fine I will take accountability for a second and say that I, I messed up. I did not do my research on this man because I thought he was just, you know, a simple D and D player. I thought, you know, he was just somebody who. Uh, at least that's what the email I got. The email was basically telling me that, you know, uh, he runs Acquisition Incorporated, which is essentially is like a 15, no, 14 year Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Um, and no, Deso, I did not know who this man was. And so, uh, he told him that as a matter of fact, too, he went, Oh yeah. Like, so <laughs> when I went up to him, I, I actually went up to him and said, you know, uh, apolo- and, and mind you, we were running around and stuff. And I, I actually went up to him and said, apologies. I, I don't, I don't remember why I was here to interview you. And he was like, well, I run D and D and, and acquisitions incorporated. I was like, Oh yeah, absolutely. That's probably why. And so we sat down, <laughs> <laughs> We sat down together in the back and, uh, you know, uh, I had a little interview with him and asked him about his life and what kind of got him into D&D. And he, he was a wonderful gentleman, by the way. Like, uh, even though, even when I came up to him with zero, zero clue about who he was, um, he was willing to talk to me even without me knowing who he was, um, and yeah, he told me, and what really shocked me was he was like, yeah, you know, we wanted a space to where it wasn't just about comics. It was about anime. It was about manga. It was about, you know, role-playing games and Dungeons and & Dragons. And he and, th- and then he goes, yeah, and that's why I helped create PEX. <laughs> I was like, wait, uh, wait, hold up, what? <laughs> You're the co-founder of PEX? And I'm sitting here like, yo, I'm so sorry. My sincerest <laughs> apologies. I should bow, be bowing before you. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so he was, and so like we continued the conversation. And yeah, he, he literally told me uh, and gave me a rundown about uh, like, yeah, why PAX was created and, and, and what his vision was. Um, and honestly about this amazing D&D campaign that, they have literally been running for about 14 years, which, um, if anyone doesn't know, as of last night, or not of last night, as of Saturday night, um, that campaign uh, officially restarted, um, supposedly, during, or from what he told me, uh, during the campaign uh, on the 14th year, um, his daughter made a wish in the campaign uh, based off of her die roll, how many years they would go back into the past. Oh, my God. And, and she rolled a 14. So, literally, they had to restart the entire campaign over from scratch uh, and start it off from the very beginning on another on another campaign. Um, 
yeah, it it was amazing to to listen to him talk and and we had a, 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 a honestly a great discussion about you know the fact that um, a lot of adults tend to lose their imagination at a certain age, um, whether it is that reality kicks in or you know we just we tend to see things through uh, you know too much of a lens of truth, you know to where mm-hmm. our, we no longer use our imagination. Um, and I, I had told him that when I was a kid, uh, me and a friend of mine, we were friends from warring planets. Uh, I was from Dogtopia and he was from Cattopia, two warring, (laughs) right? Two warring planets. And we were best friends that like fought crime together and, and, uh, you know, hung out together, like on, on fences and stuff, just chilling out. And I too am a friend of Zoe. And man, it's, it's crazy because I don't have those type of imaginative and creative imageries anymore. Like, I mean, there was literally mm-hmm. a point where I could have told you what the world looked like, what the streets looked like, what the people looked like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had that mm-hmm. type of imagery. You all had that all in your right. head. Right. I had that type of imagery. You know, and nowadays, um, you know, we don't we don't have that anymore. We, we kind of lose mm-hmm. it as adults because we're so used to seeing the world as it really is. That you yeah. know that now when we try to imagine things, all we do is just imagine the real fucking world. Like, <laughs> so it, it's it was it was really uh, almost inspiring to have this conversation with him, and um, you know, and and it, and it really kind of gave me a, a different look at what it means to kind of be a kid again. Yeah, it was it was a awesome. great interview. Like, and the funny thing is, the interview was only like 25, 30 minutes. Like, but it was one of the probably one of the best talks I've ever had with somebody. Yeah, the man the man is amazing. If I if I can interview him again, I will do so with a, a lot more conviction. I tell you, a lot a lot more, <laughs> a lot more, <laughs> a lot more vigor, uh, more, more gusto. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey man, I, nice. I, I'm down to start any any and all Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Shouts out to uh, to Deso and, and Fine Wine for for humoring me uh, and and my need to to travel to Mordor and uh, all those things that that kind of are able to drive my imagination somewhere different. And you know what? Speaking of that. Yes, sir. I, 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 yeah, 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 yes, yes, So, as y'all know me, as you guys know me, I'm not the one who does that. I don't need these extra vices in my life. I have too many. But we mentioned it on, um, on Saturday or Monday, Friday, Friday, Friday. Days are weird now. Um, we mentioned a good old card game called the Big Shuffle. Uh, so when we had talked about it the other day, uh, that was just based off of descriptions of what we heard, uh, shout out Phil, um, shout out Phil and them, but, uh, we've since played, we went back, we went over and played a game and everything like that. That game is amazing, bro. That game is fucking fantastic. I won, by the way. Justin I, I, just, I just I just want to say that on the very, they were we were talking they were playing with one of the um one of the creators actually I think he said I think he said he wrote most of the rules or some of the rules yeah. uh, of the mm-hmm. game and so we were we were playing with him and he was walking us through the game 
and we had actually played for a decent amount of time. We were, we had. I think we were. It was either it was either half an hour or the entire yeah, it was, hour. It was, I'm it was, not it was quite long, sure. Though, but he finally was like, uh, "Yeah, this will be the last turn, guys." And then we got to wrap it up, and we were like, "Bet!" And I had I had put everything I had on the table, and I won, baby. It was great. It was fantastic. Yes. So pretty much as um, as I have um, things up for you guys watching. So basically the concept is um, there's a everybody gets their own um, uh, specific character mm -hmm. that you are able to use and the your character has certain ability has a specific ability and each character has stats. Um, and then there's a specific um, agenda I will say agenda that you have to set the scene yes. for. And so everybody gets their own separate agendas too that nobody else is privy to aside from you. And so you need to set the scene. But remember, there's also one um, unified agenda. There is also unified agenda. So as long as you're matching with some, if it's some stuff in your agenda, as well as the, the central one that everybody can also go for, yeah. you so win. So there's a, there's a, who, um, a what and a where, right? Yes. Yes. It's a who, what, where, and, you're able to so there's uptown midtown and downtown mm -hmm. and the goal is to set the scenes in midtown because that's where it goes that's where down. it, go, it, it goes down in midtown bro it goes down <laughs> in midtown <laughs> hey mind you that was super that was super fun like the entire cast that was there they were all dressed up in like uh in like the old school suits and the top hat and you know, and they all had the kind of you know the gr the grimy voice, you know, bro, you know, uh, and and it was it was it, it really set the stage. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention was the cards. The cards were fucking oh. beautiful, dog. The cards were gorgeous. So like all the cards, they have um, they have their own specific layout. But then on the but the rims of the cards. So you see how in in the uh, in the background here you see that it has that red accent. It has the the grayish but red accent. So the cards have the same thing. The cards themselves are kind of grayish in nature. But on the Open sides, you guys, the fucking Open sides have like a, a like a nice deep red accent that makes the fucking cards look gorgeous. It's it's amazing how they did that. Look at these deck of cards. <laughs> Not the deck of cards. Look, look at these. Deck <laughs> look at that, bro. At that. That's so. Oh, that's so sick. For anybody watching? Yeah, the, the, the. They did. They did a good yeah. job designing these. The design. This yeah. game. These cards. Um, there's two expansion packs for it as well that add new characters, new um, new gameplay options. Um, yeah, the the big shuffle. I highly recommend it. I don't. I don't play border card games like that. I'm, it's it's not. For hey, but me like Darren that. was having a good I was fucking time. A grand time. <laughs> like granted, like there were some rules that we were glossing over that would have helped one yep. another. Like they would have helped yeah. us or screwed us over if we had noticed them sooner. Um, but the more we played, the more we understood. We're like, oh yeah, you could start fucking people over if you got the yeah. goons out. Yeah, Darren, uh, Darren was the fucking Don, and so like he always, I was so, the Don. I could so always, he could get, always get a back. goon. So he could go into the <laughs> discard pile whenever we had to discard a goon and pick a, a goon that had a plus one or plus two modifier. So he always had a goon on him. Mm-hmm. 
It's your turn, kid. Set the stage. Hey, man. I, I, I will say shout out to to everyone uh, at that booth. Um, the, the game was fantastic. The atmosphere was fantastic. You know, they gave us little uh, mint cigarettes, which was fantastic. Um, and Oh, right. <laughs> you know, and, and, and again, I don't know if we mentioned this, but literally we got the game for free. Uh, like D- Darren so, had to yes. buy the Shout expansions and the so, map, but we got the game for free. So yes, I I was sold by that point, and this was like we said by chance happenstance. We had just gotten lunch and sat down at the table with them. It was like, oh, are these seats free? Just like, just like, oh yeah, go ahead. And then we just started chopping it up, and just like, oh, what do you? Just like, oh, we do this. We're over here. We we do this game. Uh, we have this card game. Blah 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 blah. What do you guys do? Oh, we're here. We do this. It was like, oh, see. Yeah, your media, huh? <laughs> Be back. <laughs> and came back, just boom, pop that yeah, on. It, so. it, that, and, and the cool thing is, and, and what I thought was very interesting about this entire thing, is that Darren was the one that said he wanted to go back for the mat and the expansions. Understand understand mm-hmm. that. And, and like in, in Deso and Fine Wine, understand the, the, the magnitude of what I just said. <laughs> Darren himself said, hey, Justin, I'm coming back for the expansion and the mats, bro. And I was like, good on you, dog. Let's do this. <laughs> yep, so worth it. Exactly. That does not sound like him at all. He does not shut do up, that. <laughs> shut up. I don't. But I had fun. And overall, too, like, at the end of the day, we got the base game for yeah. free. Yes, we did. So I'm like, hey, th- thank you, first of yeah. all. Thank you for giving the ass very very gracious about it and then but then going back to actually playing it getting to properly explain to us and everything and just having the time that we had and that was with three people and it can be there could be up to i think it said up to 14 players and so it depends on just who how the chaotic nature the more people i could see people just kind of going crazy with it so but i thought it was six it I I'm I don't know it's I'm literally on <clears throat> the website literally just said fourteen you said but fourteen six would that's fourteen plus oh no 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 oh do you know what I'm I see something else why is it that fourteen no no so two to four age. players yeah <laughs> but I was like Are you looking maybe. at recommended age <laughs> probably probably so, I am that probably is exactly the, oh you know what happened they said with the expansion it's six because you get the extra that's you get right the extra yeah people. up to four yeah, players because you get the extra yeah yeah people. yeah. That's right. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yes, but the big shuffle. We likes it. We likes yeah, it. good. Uh, a hell of a time, actually. You know, other than Mage Seeker, I would say that the big shuffle was probably my my game of the game of pets. <laughs> Biggest surprise. Yeah. <laughs> and because of that chance, that chance sit down. So, like, once again, overall, the games were fun, but it was the people that made that made the time for sure. Yeah, shout shout um, out to the big shuffle. Yes, yes. And so, Deontay. Yo. Cam played this before, talked about this before, but you also went and played 30XX, and they have changed some things. Tell me more. So, if you don't know 30XX, it is the sequel to 20XX, which is a spiritual successor to Mega Man X, specifically Mega Man X. We've got a lot of love letters to Mega Man out there. But this made it damn sure to show love to a specific generation of the Blue Bomber. And here we have two characters, one which pretty much represents X. I believe her name is Ava, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But don't don't quote me on that. And another character who is basically our new Zero. 
and his name is completely slipping my mind. And that's who I played with, so I feel super bad. Um, but this is co-op. Imagine a co-op Mega Man X. It's the shit. And the maps are just big enough to actually accommodate for that co-op. So while the Mega Man games have been known for, you know, being the corridor type crawler uh, in 2D, these are a little bit wider sometimes. So there are certain instances where I'd take a bottom path, he'd take the top path, and the camera would zoom out to show both of us, and we'd converge in the center. Oh, that's dope. Right. Um... The game is fun. The upgrades are fun. And this is also, you know, they have randomly generated dungeons that, you know, come in chunks. So it has its roguelike element element to it. Um, I mean, it is a roguelike game, but in Mega Man style. With this, though, the upgrades come a bit differently than they would in a traditional game like this, right? So what you would probably find something like Dr. Light out there or uh if you're lucky and that's a piece of armor and that's you know rare or you get what your ability upgrades through defeating bosses you can get you do get uh strong uh abilities through defeating bosses but there are certain upgrades you can just get on the field so i ended up picking up hover boots mm. and from my understanding there's a chance i could have picked up something completely different and my playthrough would have went completely different. Because of the hover boots, I was able to take care of the boss in a specific way. I was able to get through uh, obstacles in a specific way. And me being the sword-carrying character, um, it aided to my gameplay a lot. But learning so that... So that is Ace. Ace, yes. Is that a sure you can? Yeah, it is. It is indeed. Oh, the moves God in here are so fucking punch. cool. cool. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would not do this game a service trying to talk about the moves myself because there's there are too many and they stack and they're fucking awesome. Um, and so you also <coughs> said there's a is a level builder. So yeah, I was gonna creator. get to that. Um, that is the what I was explaining was just one half of the game. It's pretty cool. Um. Like I said, <laughs> randomly sure. preceded dungeons and all that other shit. Um, a healthy amount of upgrades in the small two demo uh, build I played. I probably had like four or five maybe upgrades altogether, including the ones from defeating bosses and just finding some on the field. They have a store, a shop in there where you can purchase uh, different um, upgrades uh abilities shit like that there are also optional things you can take on so there are rooms you can find there on the field that will take you to bonus activities bonus levels maybe uh a extra fight that you can take on by the character's rival who just mm -hmm. challenges you and says okay you want to throw hands and you teleport to a different room and throw hands with him for a second like there's a bunch that's just been thrown in here and added in here. And then we get to the other side of it. What uh, Sky was honestly the most proud to show me. He's been inspired by Mario Maker to uh, apply that type of thinking to here. 
how cool would it be for people to build their own levels in here? And from what he was showing me, the plan is to make this huge. The grid on which they build the levels on so far is infinite. It is actually infinite. So they can make these levels as large as they want. Um, all of the assets that they use are in there and they have been simplified. So when they first wanted to do this, the way they built the game was they built these rooms and uh, they built mm -hmm. the chunks of game by basically pasting together these rooms and then placing activities in the room. This, he kind of made it more customizable and more palatable for someone who just wants to build whatever's on their head. So it's more like Mario Maker, but as a computer program for this game. So at things like fucking control C, control V work the same as they were would on a fucking Word document as they do in this game. Uh, mm -hmm. Clicking a surface area with the tile, um, the tile selected, you can draw out uh, how you want the platforms to be or what you want them to look like, and then you can select any chunk of that within the grid and delete it or bring it back in, reshape it, any of that shit. the The idea was thirty xx. Mario Maker. And I see a lot of potential for this. A whole lot of potential for this. Um, being a Mario Maker player myself, it's interesting to see how far fans have taken that series with just what little they give you. And to be honest, they don't give you... They give you a lot to work with. Give you just enough to, for people to get that, those creative juices flowing. Right. They don't give you everything they give you enough to where it's like okay there's certain things we can't do in here wait just fucking wait i'm gonna find a way so i was describing how some players build uh little machines using the mechanics from the game and mario maker certain things will interact with other things like enemies can interact with different objects like you'll have a buzzy beetle push uh, a bullet bill launcher off of a cliff onto a, a seesaw that launches some other shit into the air that attacks the person like different things like that that they're able to do in that game i asked him if the physics of enemies and just other an uh, inanimate objects in there will work with each other mm -hmm. and uh it, he thought <laughs> about it for a second He's like, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> but if not, then we'll probably edit. <laughs> but nobody really asked him that before. So, yeah. You basically asked him, did you break your game yet? <laughs> did you, did... <laughs> basically, what I was asking for is like, will you let them break your game? Mm -hmm. Because if you let them break your game, you're going to be surprised by the shit they what, come up what with. You, right. What your shit is capable you're gonna of. You're going to be what your super game can surprised do. what your shit can do. But not only that, you're going to be surprised by how long this game lives. Because there will mm -hmm. be a community that just does, who will love doing nothing but that. There are people out there who love Mega Man and for the opportunity to kind of build up their own right. stages. Mm -hmm. 
So he's already kind of thinking about this a little bit with the categories they have. So they are going to, they have a system to where before you release your own level, you can choose um, what your intended level, intended difficulty level for it is. And of course, they're going to they're going to have a secondary thing where once your levels played, they'll give an actual difficulty or actual score. And then uh, based on how much based on the response you get from the public, whether your uh, level is one of the better ones or considered one of the just okay levels. um, There are tags, right? So you have what? um, Basically straight side scrolling, uh, a boss rush type. uh, exploration type because even though this game isn't built as an exploration type game mm-hmm. this creator gives the perfect uh, opportunity to build it into an exploration type game and he was talking about you know having teleporters uh, the grid you can build a completely vertical level opposed to the horizontal level you can mm-hmm. have them move down left as the goal or something like that oh nice um, mm-hmm just there's really no limit to how this sounds like this is being capable of just turning into a metroidvania maker this is exactly what it's going to be bro because the way that you're describing them like you could fill vertical stages you can change the location this is a metroidvania like that's the best way to put even though there's a goal to the end of this level at the end of the day depending on how big somebody makes it oh no yeah that's the whole castle right there (laughs) that's the thing since the and we were talking about that since the grid is infinite they can build an entire game on a single grid and then with the different goals partitions um checkpoints um all of that added in there you add Mm -hmm. your goals and um different conditions you can have rooms that are locked off with very specific conditions so one example one example he gave was um it is a metroid video holy shit yeah one one example he gave was uh, a a room where you needed uh he said like he'll give you 20 shield at the beginning and then have you go through hella boss or hella enemies and shit just to give you a door at the very end that says you need 20 shield to get through this door. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it'll force you to go back and try to get through that without getting hurt. And that's just an idea he threw out of the capabilities of this, you know? So I'm like this, I'm excited for this like side of the game. 30xx was already a good game already a fun game to play but this that other i was telling darren this part of this game alone made it the game of the show for me because i just see endless capability here Mm -hmm. if this have if this does right this community will be fucking huge and i want to be there it's dope it's crazy how big such a change is from when Cam had played it um, back in September. So having this whole new other mode being applied to it, um, that's great. Granted, it's like, do we know when this game's coming out still? No, 30XX still. But hey, let it cook, and it seems like the more it's cooking, the sweet it's getting. It's, it's, it's getting cooked. We likes it. We likes <laughs> let it, it cook. 
Oh, yeah, I that, got a code for that shit, so I'll be playing. Yep, yep. Convo. And then, um, then you talk to Ian with um, Behemoth Games about Alien alien Hominid Invasion. And what God, it feels good hell? to have... It feels so good to have Alien Hominid back. Yes, it does. So for those who don't know... Alien Hominids, um, you said way back in the Newgrounds days, right, uh, Deontay? Mm-hmm. Yep. Have an old school Flash game, and they turned into a real game, and they made Paladin, other baby. games. Dan Paladin. Love it. So, go ahead. Go go off, Deontay. I mean, with you. you love, uh, <laughs> you love, uh, Aliens. You love shooting shit. No, I'm kidding. Uh, this is a sequel to Alien Hominid, but this is bigger in every way, honestly. They completely changed what this game is other than you're an alien who shoots. That's pretty much the same. But um, instead of being a basically run-and-gun, side-scrolling shooter, there are now there's now more of a vertical element to it. You're not just trying to rush to the end of one level um it's no longer one shot or one hit like how the old games were you have a health bar enemies have a health bar and uh it changes the way you go about the game there's a bit more custom ability or customization i'm sorry i'm tired um <laughs> yeah you can choose a loadout going into these stages now. So the loadout I went with was a gun that shot bees. Yes, I picked it because it was hilarious. And I did not expect that gun to feel so good to fire. And then when you hold it down, you get a big one. Yeah, you hold it down. Yeah. Yeah, So all the other bees, when you're firing, they fire stinger first, right? (laughs) You fire just a swarm. They fire ass first. Yeah, stinger first. Not the big one. You hold it, fire this big doofy bee, and he just kind of floats over like this. It, it's it's hilarious. You know, these games have always had personality. All of these mm-hmm. games, all of the Behemoth games have personality. But it's great to see it back in such style and fashion. Right. And then with just the evolution of it, um, as we were talking, Ian, uh, they were pretty much talking about like how do how do we bring this game back in the modern era like they're they were an indie pioneer back in the day and alien hominid was great back then but games have evolved things have changed so how can they adapt with that and so now um they have different uh there's different stages with different um just levels that you go through and the goal is to reach um the headquarters of that area which is just one of the fbi headquarters or whatever yes you have Uh, basically a world map that's like a little grid right mm -hmm. when you first start out in the grid um it it gives you a direction of which one to go to which side to go to but also the stages aren't set the stages are random and the layout of the grid is random um but basically your goal is to get through these stages which are on the grid and the end of the grid is the uh, government facility which you're trying to get into and that's not the end of the game there's you know more beyond that but the grids 
they're a bit they're a bit randomized and the stages on them are different so i played a stage that legitimately did not have a boss at all i had a specific quest to jump in collect some items um and this is where the change in the the gameplay of the world comes in so instead of it being linear scrolling from left to right it is basically this playground area almost like a a 2d sandbox almost right where i can go up these buildings i can scale these buildings these other structures um i can uh move from left to right and i'm encouraged to because there's things over here that i need to get there's things over here that i need to get at the same time it still has all of that alien hominid chaos so i'm being swarmed with agents all around while it's happening and they're coming from everywhere which yeah when when you say everywhere because they added so much verticality you can just start seeing just them just dropping in yeah, from the they'll ceiling they'll drop in from the sky they'll fucking pop up from underneath you and just start shooting at your feet and shit like but it doesn't feel overwhelming it's somehow pulled off in a way where it feels chaotic but controlled you know mhm so it's I, I like the balance they have of the chaos and um, um, the gameplay because you don't feel like you're being smothered at any moment while playing that game, right? Um, small additions they've made or small changes they've made. Uh, you could still burrow underground, uh, but instead of snatching the enemy down and then killing them that way, you basically explode out of the ground and pop everyone. Uh, it's like a little mini AOE. Mm-hmm. And uh, since this is multiplayer, instead of being two players like the last one, this is four players. The aliens can stack on each other and ride on each other. And this gives a Yeah, they were able to do that before, but now there's four of them. So just that a tower of nonsense. Right. So like, you can have a tower of nonsense and within the tower you can switch positions while without breaking the tower oh i didn't know that. yeah it's it's really cool it's super interesting and of course the person on the bottom is controlling the person on top is shooting when you build the tower you have more guns and shit like that this game is crazy and i'm really interested in playing it um and they also um added uh mutations into the game as far as different abilities that um you can have mm-hmm. so um it used to be the secondary was just a bomb or something like that, that, you, threw. that you threw yeah. it was a grenade okay yeah yeah so um so now you're able to get different abilities like you can add a shield you can um be able to float for a couple seconds so just different um you can be faster so as you play the game you'll gain more mutations to customize your alien a little bit more so it's just as compared to just the straightforward nature of things that we had before they've given a lot more variety to make the game feel a little bit more like your own while still having that old school field of what alien hominid is mm-hmm. good time it's a good time all right, and then anything else you boys want to mention? Any other games you might have seen, saw? Uh, uh, the Final Fantasy panels were oh, great, yeah. by the way. I wanted to talk about those, uh, specifically the four, uh, the 16 panel. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing that game 
Like I've been I've been staying away from it, but you know, we went to that panel to see some 16 and we got to see some new gameplay, got to hear some of that new soaking music. Uh, if a Yoshi P stream can have technical difficulties, then <laughs> goddamn it, so can we? Hey, shout sh- out um, to that man. He he he's he's fucking amazing. I man. love Yoshi P's reactions to things. Like he's very animated, and I appreciate that. <laughs> um, and then even he's just like, all right, we're showing you live gameplay. This isn't pre-recorded footage, and he's just like, see. And then you just see Clive just scu- just scuttling around on the screen, just like, ah, see. And didn't he overall game? Didn't is he also say he was, like, he was like, oh, see, I made him look weird. <laughs> He's like, it made him look weird, and just overall, they were just like, I'm just glad the game didn't break right, while you're showing right. this. <laughs> like, it works, it works. Um, but yeah, gorgeous vistas, combat looks crazy, the Iacon fights are, 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 <laughs> that's gonna be a, a spectacle. Absolutely. And they were answering a lot of the burning questions that people were having as, in regards to uh, QTEs, and they're like, there's, there's not that many. There's a good amount, but there's not that many. There's three different types um, for reactions of attack, defense, um, stuff like that. But it's not like a big part of the game. It's a way to transition through things. So, um, talked about the icon fights and how those won't be the same. They all will have their own unique experiences, uh, unique gameplay uh, mechanics. Um, you can pet the dog, uh, of course, <laughs> and. You it, could pet the good boy Torgal. You can, you can give him. You can give him a treat too. Or attack him accidentally. Not accidentally. Hey man. Like hey, hey. He didn't mean to do that. Okay. He did not. Yeah. He did okay. Not mean to do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was that uh, was that was something that he did purely by accident because he he is a good man. He plays fourteen. He makes fourteen. <laughs> he, he makes fourteen. Uh, so you know. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, 16 looks fantastic. It's, it's just Devil, it's just it's Devil May Cry. They're even having a bloody palace mode, a mode where you can go in, rack up, uh, rack up points on a leaderboard with your, uh, with style and everything. Come on, it's, it, it's D- DMC, DMC all the but way. But it's okay. And I, it looks, it looks, I don't mind bro, that. Bro, the, some of the shit they were showing off though, good God. Like the Virgil, the fucking Virgil move. Yeah, the swapping between the different icon powers and just everything just flowed together, oh going God. from Phoenix to Titan to Bahamut. This, this and, man legitimately EI slashed and like had beams of light like come down on the enemy. It was fucking amazing. He that, was motivated. That dude was stylish as fuck, man. He needed more power. <laughs> fucking Darren <laughs> sitting next to him. I'm motivated. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's just Virgil. What can I say? God damn it. <laughs> but yes, no, it's a good time, good time. Yeah. All right, one game I want to highlight by uh, Skalisco, uh, the team that brought rescue pets, a Corgi's Cozy Hike. Now, let me tell you, I didn't have an appointment with, I didn't have an appointment with them. I was just walking the floor, and my eye was caught by this 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 Corgi with a cape. Just having adventures. And I just stood there and watched. I think I tapped Darren's shoulder and I was like, look, Corgi. Um, 
<laughs> quirky. This is such a cute little game. Oh You're wait, was that the one that we walked by where the it's uh the quirky they had can the like like jump up and and like fly and yes. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yes. I saw What's that. it called? Yeah. The quirky What's was it called? Flying. It's called a quirk uh a quirky's cozy hike. Yeah, that game was mad cute, bro. Super fucking cute. Like I didn't and, stop and uh, play, but yeah, that shit looked mad cute. I I looked up this group. Uh, they actually help dogs. So, hmm. yeah, it's it's gaming for good. I like it. They're doing good things and helping rescue pets. So, yeah, that's the, the theming one. of their games. Uh, the theming of their games kind of fits right along with their actual real life mission. Oh, nostalgia mode. Because I was just like, this hurts my eyes. <laughs> I was like, these pixels are not it. And then I see that it's... Hold on, let me get a, see another one. But it does look cute regardless. That's my... Is that what this... Uh, that might be what this card is. I know I, I know that I had a card in the stack, and I was like, I have no idea what this one is for. This, I think that's this one. <laughs> I'm with it. Yeah, I'm with the quirky. That game was mad cute. Need that. It's the eyes. It's, it's the, the tongue. It's the loaf. It is. The little bun. Okay, cuckoo. Um, and I think um, one other thing that I tried um, while Justin was playing a Hell of an Office uh, was this other game called uh, Toy Tactics that I tried out. Yeah, that looked dope. Um, yeah, it was fun. I liked it. Uh, Kraken Empire. Uh, pretty much think. Um, oh wow! Look at the Naruto references. Dope. That's one of the blessings. So there are uh, three different factions that you're able to play. Uh, use. It's pretty much like um, kind of like a horde. Um, like a horde mode type. Uh, type game. Think of um, if you guys know what uh, tabs is, uh, there are different troops that you're able to to send out. Um, inf infantry, archers, uh, cavaliers. There's a king and a queen that you're able to have, and they're stronger. Um, hit more, hit more harder. Hit more better. Hit more better. Each of them have their own different abilities. Uh, you can control the you can control the troops individually, or split them to different um, into different paths. Uh, you can rotate the orientation of your troops. So if you want all your infantrymen to be in front of your king, you can switch around, orientate them that way, or vice versa. Like I want the king because he'll just smack all these, all these out the way. And it's very physics based too. So if like a king smacks them, you're gonna notice all the little droggers flying away. <laughs> um, there's also a, a brush that you're able to use. Um, and I I had asked um. Uh, like, what was, what's the inspiration on that thing? Because for me, it reminded me of Okami with the Celestial Brush. And I was just like, mm, let, let me ask. Um, but it is pretty much like, um, you're pretty much marking down like on a, um, like on a war map. So it's like, okay, this is where you're going to lay down, um, I lay down a wall. Here's where you're going to lay down the, uh, rain of fire arrows down on your enemies, um, and so as time goes on, of course, you get more magic spells, stuff like that to help you out in battle. Um, there are different objectives you can get. And by completing those objectives, you're able to get new abilities, new blessings, stuff like that. 
um sometimes you have to just take out uh take out a certain amount of enemies sometimes you need to go uh take out towers you need to um at the end of each stage you have to there's like a base that you have to invade to for uh for one of the other factions so uh, when I was playing, I was using the Imperium, so it's like um, Greece, uh, Greece basically, um, going off to fight the the European ones, the knights. So there's uh, pretty much knights, um, Greece, uh, Greece soldiers, and uh, samurai, <laughs> and so each of them have their own different abilities, stuff like that. Um, like the samurai are more stealthy um the imperiums are more kind of brute force straight to the point uh there's joggers and they raise the dead stuff like that so different ones but it was fun i thoroughly enjoyed myself while playing it is so there a demo definitely looking out for it um there i believe the game is out now um yep game's out um uh, currently early access so early access so, is just when like you can essentially just play the current build of the game, but you still have to buy it. Exactly. Right? Um, yeah, you're still buying the game. You're already um you already have it, but so you're kind of taking it through the steps basically. Okay. Um, so like even like Hades was in early access for a year before it came out, and then when that came out, Hades amazing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, Toy Tactics, fun game. Um, and yeah, besides that, anything else, gentlemen? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, with that, we can call it an episode. PAX East in the books. Another fun outing. Damn it, Cameron. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Did you play WrestleQuest, Deontay? No. Did you play either one of those? Surprising. I, I did walk by it. It looked interesting. No, it was a consistent debate between WrestleQuest and WrestleStory. So it wasn't a debate. Everybody agreed WrestleStory was better. I didn't see that. I saw. I saw decent fifty-fifty splits. I haven't talked to a single person who was uh, on the WrestleQuest side of that debate. Hmm. I talked to a few. So, e what it is. So footage, but yeah. Whoop. With that, but yes, another pack's down in the books. Until next time, hopefully we have a Cameron with us next time. God damn it. Actually, no, he's he doesn't he doesn't get to choose. He's going. <laughs> I don't fuck fuck your other chips. They're canceled. Hey, hey man, it. don't forget we're supposed to be having the boys come with us next time too. So even True. if he even if he doesn't show. Y'all better, god damn it. <laughs> I believe it when I Holding see y'all it, to it. that too. <laughs> Hey, they said they were actually going to show up. Cam has not said such a thing. Cam's Cameron. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. But we appreciate you guys. Thank you as always. Thank you anybody who's been here to watch this episode. As we recant our tiring but oh so fulfilling weekend. Man, that jet um, lag is a killer though. <sighs> Long ass flight, time traveled and shit. Right, <laughs> three years in the future, then right. three years in the past, or three years, three, uh, three years. Guy, all right. Future, three hours into the past. I know we hit a time skip. I'm not trying to hit another <laughs> one that soon, bro. <laughs> 
But uh, remember, you can follow us anywhere at Rusty Rupees or Rusty Rupees with two Y's on Twitter because Twitter's some hairs. Um, you'll be streaming. So this week, we still got Tekken Tuesday and everything like that. But I'll be doing some Resident Evil and also um, showing off some straight lights, too, since we got that to show off. So got you guys. And we'll be taking the rest of the week for his stream after Tekken Tuesday. Yes, because Resident Evil needs to happen. Needs, e- needs that. Evil. Needs that. Uh, but you can follow me anywhere at XX Shadow Okami XX. Justin. Ninja 23. Deontay. 13 cross. Spell it out. Don't be lazy. Which actually came in handy because a lot of people oh. try to put 1 3 when tr- looking up my uh, Twitter handle. Spell it out. Don't be lazy. <laughs> so I was all like, spell it out. <laughs> I try to be nice about it. No, no, no. <laughs> you got to say, spell it out. I, I did out. say it a couple of times, and I was like, I, that's, that's my sign-off. It's my catchphrase. I say it every Don't time. Don't worry about it. Right. Forget You'll about learn. it. <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate you guys, and until next time, stay rusty. Okay, okay bye. bye.